It's time for building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. Tabletop game design. The the end of the episode that's when it technically ends hello and welcome to building the game a documentary podcast today is monday september 7th and you're listening to episode 432 i'm your host jason joined by one of my absolute favorite co-hosts in the whole world nicole amato hey nicole (laughs) it's been a while it's been a while but it's great to have you back it's exciting to be back. So, it's good good to be back. Good, 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 good. So, yeah. So we're we're still trucking along here, uh, with the COVID stuff being all trapped at home. I know that you're in a bigger city than me, so you're probably uh, trapped at home a bit more. Um, yes. Yeah, so. we've been um, we've been basically, um, gosh, trapped inside since March twelfth. I want to say. Um, even before they kind of started doing the quarantine stuff in Philadelphia, um, Anthony had gone in for chemo and his doctors were like, oh, you can't go to work anymore. They were like, you can't get on a bus every day. And I was like, that's fair. Right, right. And then they locked it down. So you're you were home after that anyways, I assume. Yeah, I think they locked it down like I think by by two weeks after that. It was okay. it was locked out. Yeah. Like my like my coworkers, some of my coworkers were still going to the office, but they like they live like three blocks from the office, so they were just like, I'm just going to the office because right, right, right. I get you. There's yeah. stuff to do here still, so right, and it feels good to go places sometimes. So, um, sometimes it's nice to just take the trash out to the dumpster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm good like, feeling. oh, this is outside. Right, right, right. Yeah, being that we live in the country more, we were able to go camping now a couple times, and that has been awesome because we're, you know, I mean, we're self-contained when we camp. We have right. a, tr- a little camper with, with with the facilities and everything, so we are all set to not have to deal with people or be near people, uh, which we appreciate because while I like people, not right now I don't like people. Right. So we've been, we see a lot of doctors, um, that's about it, um, and then uh, we have um, our best friends Bridget and Tom and Anthony's best friend Adam have all gotten COVID tests and then quarantined, like 100% quarantined until they got their results and then come over for the day. Oh, wow. That's really cool that they can do that. It's super nice, yeah. Wow. They're awesome. Yes, those are good people. I and I actually I talked to Bridget because we did um, we did s'mores and meeples last year and we got a glamping tent. I had never gone camping in my life. And yes, we got a I remember that. Tent. Yes. So we um, I said to her, why don't we think about doing that? Like we could like because they they're also we have like four or five groups of friends that like do food shopping for us. And they're one of them. And I was like, you guys can go food shopping, then get your covid test and then quarantine. And she was like, we could even like just take separate cars and go camping because we'll be outside right right you don't have to be that close to each other when you're camping yeah. Right, right yeah so yeah so that was really cool and uh it's just like such a relief sometimes to see other people like it's i mean it's hard because like when people i think i've said this before maybe on the show when people deliver groceries it's really 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 hard not to hug them like like the first couple of times right, we got groceries right, yeah. delivered 
I like went back inside and cried because I was just like, I'm not used to being near people I care about and not hugging them. Like right. it's like yeah. painful. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It definitely is. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we obviously have a lot less risk here. Like for us, you know what I mean? Like it, it, for us to get COVID is not nearly as concerning as it would be for one of you two. So, but obviously we don't want to, so we're doing all the right sure. things, but like, we have older parents and stuff and when we do hugs and stuff like at the end we wait till the end and then everybody puts a mask on and sanitizes yourself and you give a hug with your face turned away right. and then immediately sanitize you know yep. and so um but like my mom my mom was like i don't care if you have to wrap me in plastic i'm hugging those kids she's like it doesn't matter she's like because i don't get to hug anybody because like she lives by herself so that's so cute um so it was like yes whatever it takes but She's one that I think will let starting coming to stay a bit more because she's she's incredibly safe about all this. She lives in like a retirement community, not like an sure. old folks home, just like a you have to be 55 years old village. to live there. Yeah, like, a, yeah, that's um, where my grandparents live. Yeah, yeah, right. And so because of that, there are a ton of people there that are high risk. So you like we can't even go there. Like yep. there are people aren't even allowed in. So she's being extremely cautious for that reason as well. I mean, she's probably like one of the lowest risk people there because yeah, yeah, she's yeah. one of the younger ones. Uh, but, you know, she's trying very hard to make sure she's not, uh, you know, a vector for getting people sick. Um, I will tell you that um, I had a very interesting experience. I was supposed to get a tattoo in April and my tattoo appointment got canceled. And then um, he reached out to me. I guess it was the beginning, the end of July, beginning of August was when I finally, like, had the appointment. And it was so funny because I was super nervous, but, like, I got there and it was, like, there were, like, there's, like, one other person getting tattooed at a time. Everybody had masks on. They had a little, like, plastic, like, Ziploc baggies that you put your stuff into when you got there. Like, all, like your keys and your phone and everything. But he, my tattoo artist has a little thing that's a UV light. You put your phone in it and then you close it and it like sanitizes your phone that way. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. It was so cool. And like he was he was great. He was very fast. He was very professional. And it was funny because I think my dentist appointment was the following week and I was more nervous going About to the, the dentist. dentist appointment. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. My kids finally got in for their like yearly physicals that they have to go to like their well child appointments they're called and like it yeah. was two months late for both of them because that was the first time we felt comfortable going and my wife and i have pretty much only done virtual appointments with anything that we can um, yeah i do notice by the way that you cut your hair off since the last I did. time i saw you I cut so, my hair yes. off. it looks yeah. very nice but i just realized that, like you. it looks very short <laughs> yeah um it was super long and it was out of control and the sides were like absolutely bonkers and right, uh, i remember that one of our friends who lives on the first floor, um, they're a hairdresser, and they were like, <laughs> it was funny because I didn't even ask them. They were just like, hey, do you need a haircut? And I was like, how did you know? Because <laughs> I can and, add, right? <laughs> they're like, they, I've done math. Like, yeah, and their parents are very, um, I think their parents are medical professionals, so they had like the like N95 masks, and they've been giving us like, you know, uh, bleach wipes and stuff like that and all these other things, and uh they were very, very, like, careful and considerate. I went down to their apartment to get my hair cut, and uh, partly because um, they also have two cats, and I very much love their cats. Oh, right, right, yes, yes. But it was funny because like, I don't the need next a haircut. Day, I need to see cats. <laughs> I need to see some cats. Uh, the next day, 
Anthony usually cuts his own hair, but because he had, like, just had surgery, he's, like, you know, I think this was, like, July. So it was, like, a month out of his surgery, and he was, like, do you think they could come upstairs and also cut my hair? And they did. They, like, and, I mean, Anthony's hair is, like, so low maintenance. Right. I was going to say, he, the hairstyle he has is seems like it's pretty easy to do if you know what you're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I cut all my hair off, got a new tattoo. Um, yeah, bought some more shorts because I didn't own enough shorts for every day of the week. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Plus doing laundry. Do you have a you have to do laundry in your apartment or no? Do you have to go to a laundry thing? Uh, We have a laundry facility in the basement. Okay. yeah. So that's a pain. Yeah. Yeah. So the. For the first, like, four months of the um, of the lockdown, I was bringing bleach wipes down and wearing a glove and, like, bleaching the entire washing machine before I put any of my clothes in. But I think there have been a bunch of articles about how, like, COVID doesn't, can't, like, survive that long on certain surfaces. And plus, a bunch of my neighbors are doing that. They're going downstairs and, and bleaching the entire washer before they use it. So I'm like... Right, right, yeah. I don't have to do this every single time. Yeah, no, it looked like... <laughs> I think a lot of the assumptions were made because a typical coronavirus surfaces are the way it's transmitted. Uh, but this one is not typical, so it is very less likely. I mean, because we didn't do takeout for, like, three months. Oh, yeah. Um, and now we do take out. We have some friends that like actually go to restaurants and eat. And I, oh. I, yeah, I mean, if they feel comfortable with that, that's fine for them. Like they're not coming near me, but, um, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, yeah. Just because, you know, like I don't like going into places, picking up food where I have to like be in there with people who are eating. Cause I'm like, guys, yeah. come on. Like, ugh. but yeah, I, I find that to be repulsive that people are doing that. Um, we, we've been getting takeout this whole time, but uh, for, like, from, like, in, like, the beginning, in all of April and, like, the beginning of May, I would say a huge swath of restaurants just were closed. Right. And then, yeah, here, too. And then we saw them, like, opening up again in, like, June and July. And, like, whenever we would get takeout in the beginning, again, I'd bring all the food inside, transfer it all to different yep. containers. Yep throw those containers away, wash my hands, and then give us, like, serve us food from those containers instead. I, at the beginning, was even, and this was overkill, but we were getting pizza. We were throwing it back in the oven <laughs> to reheat it. And yeah. my wife was, my wife is so amazing because she was like, she's like, okay. She's like, how do you want to handle it? So I explained it. She's like, all right, let's do it. And then, like, um, I was like, so do you, finally, I was like, you know, I don't know if we need to do this. She's like, we don't need to do this. And I was like, but we've been doing it the whole time. She's like, I was supporting you and the fact that you Aww. needed to do this. She's like, but we're fine. And I was like, oh, you're the That's best. That's so sweet. Like, That's so sweet. Thank you for being okay with my personal brand of crazy. So, <laughs> <laughs> The bougiest thing I've said since this all started was that I miss our cleaners. We got cleaners when Anthony first got sick. And, Girl uh, same. Yes. <laughs> they're like, they're just like not working. And I'm just like, but, uh, but I need you. <laughs> Yeah, no, we we shut off our cleaners as well, um, and then yeah, they they can because they got closed, like they weren't allowed to for a while, right? And yeah. now ours are back, and we we've opted no. I just, I mean, I don't need people breathing in my house, and they're there yeah. long enough that they would like. You know, I mean, you have an apartment, right? They're probably not there super long because if they're as efficient as ours, they're probably there for a very short duration of time. But ours are very efficient, but they're still here for forty five minutes, you know. So like. Yeah. That's a lot of breath, like, you're putting out into my house, you know, for somebody they, I don't know. 
Yeah, the email that they sent us when they were gonna open and then they ended up not not reopening said that because of conditions, the first time they came would have to be a deep clean, which is where they like that's like their like extra layer of clean yeah. where they like yep. super clean yep. everything. Yeah, and um, and I was and they were like we're also raising our prices and I was like I don't care, please come as soon as possible. <laughs> I was like, I agree to all your terms. Right. Yes, yes. yes. Please come here. <laughs> but yeah, and the other hard part is, um, you know, they want you to not be here when they clean, which is going to be tough for us because we just have nowhere we can go, really. Right, right. Yeah, I know that's... Um, yeah, and I mean, even for us, I mean, you're going to come here, we're going to be here. Like, we usually don't have them clean our basement, so we could actually just go in the basement if we wanted to. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, just because it's extra to clean the basement, and the basement's usually a just a mess of stuff anyways though now now it's not a mess now it's a classroom so yeah um and uh anyways so so someday yes i the cleaners though yeah uh it is i realize it's a very privilege to have cleaners but it is a privilege i am okay with um with i like to think that i'm helping to stimulate the economy by having cleaners um yeah so well when we we had never i had never even thought about getting a cleaner and then when Anthony first got sick and we were doing the chemo and stuff, um, our friends were like, hey, we would like to send our cleaners to your house and pay for it for you. And I was like, that's too nice. And they were like, yeah, we're doing it anyway. Yeah. And then they did it. And then I was like, oh, oh my God, this is inc- like, they like dusted all the blinds. I was like, the blinds are white. Like it was like, <laughs> And, and I had just, it coincided with me finishing paying off my student loan. And I was like, this is about the same amount of money per We're month. We're just going to keep doing this. We're just going to yeah. keep doing this. Yeah, oh, that's so. funny. Oh, so, hey, we should talk about something here. Um, yeah, so, I guess. So recently you did NunPub. And I'm going to tell you what I know about NunPub, which is none about nunpub and that's because <laughs> i saw some some uh so first of all i'm not nearly as active on twitter as i should be i mean i guess as i should be whatever i'm not that active on twitter um but i uh uh saw, saw some hashtags for nunpub i didn't see hardly anything about it on facebook um so w- was nunpub like was that the replacement for unpub like it was it unpub as yeah NunPub? so okay yeah so ben Ben isn't on Facebook, which is probably why you didn't see a lot about it on Facebook, because I feel like... Yep, yeah, yeah, Ben. Yeah, Ben's the mayor. He's the one who, um, who harasses me every time I tweet about anything, so maybe that's why I don't... <laughs> maybe that's why I'm not on Twitter, Ben. No, Ben's a great guy. Yeah, so Nunpub replaced Unpub, which was supposed to... It was supposed to happen earlier this year, and they pushed it back, and then the weekend that they had pushed it back to that it that it didn't happen in person was when they had it online. And they had, they set it up in a really interesting way. They had two Discord servers. One Discord server was for the panelists and speakers, and then one was for the playtesters. So they, like, I mean, and I didn't do any of the Gen Con Online stuff, but somebody told me that they had, like, 45 Discords for Gen Con Online. Wow. Which I was like, I'm sorry, what? I don't like that. Um, So, yeah, so... When it was time for my panel, I did the um, F twenty twenty panel, which was about how ter- which was basically oh, a yeah. roast of twenty twenty. Took a second, um, but then I was like, "Oh yeah, no, twenty twenty sucks." <laughs> you were like Nicole. I've never heard you not use the curse word. And right, instead. right. <laughs> but I appreciate it because then I don't have to bleep it. 
<laughs> and then the next day, uh, Anthony and I were on a panel called Fun is Subjective. And so they ha- it was very organized. They had it like organized in the Discord uh, for, for speakers. They had it like organized by day. And then each day had like a separate voice channel for the time and the name of your panel. So you would just click on that when it was time for your panel. Oh, and nice. Then, uh, yeah, it was super nice. And uh, Chris O'Neill was doing all the technical stuff. I think Heather O'Neill was, like, co-running it with Ben. I don't know how many people were involved. I know it was Ben and Heather O'Neill. So many people. And then Chris O'Neill was, was doing, like, some of the technical stuff for, like, getting it on. Because it was on Twitch. It was streamed on Twitch. So was there video to the to the Q&As or no? Like, to the panels? Was there video yes. or no? Yeah. Yes, there was video. Yes, yes, yes. I hope you know this because you may have been on video. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the first one I actually had the Twitch stream open on the right so that I could watch the um, questions coming up in the chat as they were popping up. Um, I'm, it was just—it was all very new to me, so I was just like, oh, I guess I should be seeing what people are typing. And there were a bunch of people who right, were involved, right. which was cool. Like a bunch of people were like asking questions and stuff, and like it, I don't know, it was neat. It was very neat. I didn't do. Any of the playtesting, and I didn't watch any other panels because we were really busy that weekend. But um, yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, Jason, well, guess that's hold the on whole one. topic then. Hold on one <laughs> second. Can, can you hear Anthony typing? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. But I can is also it, is, hear the crickets outside and all the other. You can stuff, hear the so. crickets outside. Okay. Yeah. Wow. You're, you're fine, Anthony. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I was just you were typing so furiously, and I was like, oh, is this gonna be a problem? Okay. I'll try to be. Lighter touch. No, you don't have to be a lighter touch. It's fine. Everything's fine. I love you. Sorry. <laughs> Am I supposed to cut that? Because I kind of don't want to cut that. You don't have to cut it. It's okay. I was just like, wow, what is he typing? Yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I like to, I'm glad to see that things are, you know, transforming in a, in a way. Um, so one of the things that I like for myself, I've missed most of these online things that people have done. I got invited, like, for one of the protospiels to, like, maybe do a panel, um, and then I just I couldn't make the time work. And what it is is that I'm – I got a family, right? And what gets me to do the things is that I have to go do them, which means I'm not here. No one can bother me. And I mean that in the nicest way, but, like, there's no way my kids can burst in. Like, we, you know, we can't say, oh, let's do a family thing today, like – because I'm not there, right? Right. And I was right. just thinking about that. Like, why Why am I being such, like, a feeling like a deadbeat with all this stuff? But that's really what it is. It's it's just difficult. Yeah. Um, because I, I've said this before in the show, but I'm more productive right now in game design than I've ever been. Um, but I'm not being involved with these types of things. And it's it's bothering me because I want to be involved. Um, I'm in the same I'm yeah. in the same boat. I'm, I, I just haven't, like... I wasn't even interested in Gen Con Online, and I felt, like, nope. guilty. Nope. Yeah, me either. Yeah. It sounded like when they said, we're going to do Gen Con Online, I was like, well, I won't do that. Okay. Like, <laughs> like that sounds awful. Like, in, in, hey, listen, if people went to Gen Con Online and enjoyed it, awesome. Good for you. I'm glad. But, like, Gen Con to me is a thing I go to. It's a thing I yeah. do. Like, watching content online is, like... Like if I'm watching content online, it's usually because I'm watching like a show or something, and I'm doing right. that with my wife. Like, right. Right. she doesn't want to watch Con online, and neither do I. Yeah. So I don't want to watch it, and she really doesn't want to watch it, right? <laughs> um, 
So anyways, yeah. yeah. It, it's been very weird. I mean, that you know, we've done a lot of playtesting and we're like we've done a lot we we're doing like more playtesting on tabletop simulator and we're playing a lot of video games with friends that we would never play video games with and we're playing like I'm in like four role playing games online and it's so weird because these are all things that we could have been doing in in normal life but we either didn't have the time or we just didn't make the time, you know what I mean? But now it's like, well, this is awesome because now we can just do this as much as we want. Right, you know? right. And you could have, yeah. It's just like, before it was like, we go and do these things. Oh, we don't have time to go and do these things. But now you can just do these things, right? Yeah. Um, I'm getting so much more playtesting done than I ever have because of Tabletop Simulator, even though I hate Tabletop Simulator. <laughs> hate it. So yeah, I totally much. understand that. <laughs> so much hate for tabletop simulators so much um yeah it's just awful i mean don't get me wrong whoever designed it good for you i'm sure it's great but like it just makes my computer want to stop working um <laughs> just my computer's like i quit i your computer's quit. like yeah we actually when we were in our very first any mega booth we were next to the couple that made tabletop simulator because it was like we were in like the tabletop area and then there was like another area and they were like where do we put tabletop simulator like it's a steam game but it's like for, for tabletop <laughs> tabletop so we like got to know them and they were really super nice but it, but we did not so that was in 2014 we bought it and did not use it until the quarantine oh wow yeah i've yeah. used it I've used it over the last like year or so because of Neil, because Neil got into it pretty hardcore and like was like, okay, I'm going to make this work. And, and Neil's like super techie. So he learned how to like do all the programming and stuff with it, which is just like bonkers to me. Cause I was like, sure, yeah. I just want to play with cards. Um, yeah. So, but now, I mean, I've, I've done two good publisher pitches um, with the tabletop simulator and I know, like Julio from the show has done like a million because he's Julio. Oh my god, Julio is machine. like unstoppable. Yes, he is a machine. Um, so yeah, yeah, but um, but things have been like good with it. Um, you know, when I do use it, I'm, get, I'm certainly learning more. It's funny we pitched a game. Uh, Banana and I pitched a game to a publisher uh, that I'm super stoked about being able to pitch to, uh, and the publisher was like. They were like, how are you going to keep score for this game just with like a notepad? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, hey, uh, you know, you can just put out a go bowl uh, with like go chips in it. And then just you can just draw those. And I was like, I didn't know that. And they're like, let me show you how. And I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm like, we came here to show you our game. I didn't know you were going to tutor me in Tabletop Simulator. This is fantastic. <laughs> that's amazing. It was really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, the so. funny, one of the things for us that's been hard, you know, Anthony got kobolds in there, and he got tank robbers in there, and oh my god, they both work amazing in there, but one of the tough things is like, well, we have dance hall mashup, which we can't put in there, and we have, right, uh, right. We have uh, our glue factory game, which is like, impossible to put in there, because it's a completely physical game, so we're just like, right, wow, yeah. it's so weird, like, one of the tough things is when we have like board game night with friends, you know, they're like, what do you want to play? And I get so frustrated because they're like, we'll pick something. And I'm like, well, I want to play like Saffronito, 
You know what I mean? I want to play Mortimer Rosa. I want to play Avocado Smash. Like, all my favorite games are literally impossible to do. Yeah, in that's a bummer. Simulator. I know we've, in playtesting some of our games, we struggled with that. Like, there were some physical aspects to it. And it was like, I don't know how to put this into Tabletop Simulator. Like, and yeah. so we, we tried it. And it was like, okay, like, we basically, like, amended the rules a little bit to just kind of give us an idea of how the physicality worked. Because it yeah, was only yeah. part of the game. It was basically using the physicality just to create randomness on a board. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, like, it was a little easier or harder depending on how well you knew how to aim in TTS. But right, yeah. when people play for real, it's a little easier or harder based on how good they are at like, being dexterous in general. So, you know, yeah. Um, it is what it is. One of the most interesting things, sorry to bring up RPGs again, but one of the most interesting things about our Banned RPGs, from the show. Banned. <laughs> never again. Um, we've been playing several different ones and every, you know, every DM is different. So like I've, I've had two games in Roll20, which right, I don't know if you're... Right. Your, I've Ro- never played Roll20, but I'm, I'm very aware of it. Yes. Roll20 is really grown on me because one of the cool things about it is that you can basically create your entire character sheet in there. There's like multiple, like we're playing Scum and Villainy and we're also playing, I'm also playing a 5e game and they have, you know, it's, it supports both of those. So like if I'm playing the 5e game and the DMs like roll nature, I can just go to my character sheet and click on nature and it'll just roll it for me. I don't have to like, yeah, it's really cool. But then we're also playing, Anthony's running a fourth edition game and our friend is running us a Lancer game and they built both of them in Tabletop Simulator. Like, Oh, wow. Anthony has converted a 3.5 Eberron mod to 4th edition and has created it in Tabletop Simulator. And it is beautiful. Like, the amount wow. of work he has put into it is, like, incredible. Like, we had, a, we had a fight this weekend that was, like, on a moving train. So first we had to get on the moving train. And then it was like, okay, here's all the train cars and, like... You know, here's where you are. Here's where the enemies are. And it's like, well, I'm just going to wow. run. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Also, yeah, so Eberron, of one of my absolute favorite settings ever. Eberron is so cool. This is my first time ever playing Eberron. And I'm. It, it's funny because Anthony will be like, okay, we're going to be on the lightning rail. And I'm like, is that a train? And he's like, please, please Google it and look at some pictures. And I'm like, whoa, this is super <laughs> cool. And like the airships with the elementals in them, like... Well, yeah, I mean, it's just like the idea that it's like, what would actually happen if magic was a thing, right? Like, you would just use it for, like, you would just, you would use it for, like, technology, right? It's like, swap magic with technology, and that's what you've got, you know? Right, right, Uh, In the whole system where, like, um, the uh, society is stacked, so, like, the poorest people are at the bottom of the building, and then, like, the richest people are at the highest levels, like... Um, it's just very clever. The whole game is very clever. So, yeah. No, I'm a big fan. Yeah, that I'm was a setting it. I really liked. And then um what are the what are the robots called? Warforged? Warforged. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those are yeah, cool. Yeah. I think I played a Warforged at one point cuz I mean like why wouldn't you want to be a robot? Like make me a yeah. robot. We played years and years ago. We played in uh there's a site called Nworld and they make their own campaigns that are like, you know, level one to level 30 and we played uh we played one called zeitgeist that was very steampunky like you had guns and there were like all these great rules for guns and uh, i played a warforged in that nice 
It was very fun. It was very cool. They have all these like really cool feats and stuff that you can take. I just It's good stuff. It's good very stuff. Very good stuff. Yeah. You are an Umbrella Academy fan, right? I haven't watched it yet, but oh. I am sure that You've I will seen be season- a fan. Oh, you haven't seen it at all? None at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now that there's two seasons out there, you and Anthony should just binge it because it's I really would so like to. Good. And like season one and season two, like go very well together. And like just just for the record, like season two, it, this is one of the only shows that I've seen in a very long time where the second season is actually quite a bit better than the first. And I Ooh, really I like enjoyed the that. first like that sophomore seasons of shows are almost always like filled with Worse. like sticky yeah. spots that just don't work very well. And this is like, like, it was like watching the show and being like, whoa, this is, how is this so much better? Because I thought I loved the first season, but I, I'm not nearly as much as I love this. So, yeah, highly recommend um, to any builder w- out there, too, who hasn't played it. Please, <laughs> please watch the show. The, um, the show that I will recommend is Counterpart with J.K. Simmons. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, I love J.K. Simmons. Love, love, love that man. I, I'll... I'll tell you something, Jason. If you like J.K. Simmons, you're in for a treat because it's like cheating. You're getting double J.K. Simmons for right. the same price. Right. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to check it out because my wife is also a big J.K. Simmons fan. He's just so great. Like, um, So great. Like Portal 2 is probably still one of my favorite games of all time. And it's a good game, right? And like that was the game where like you played the first one and you're like, it can't get better than this. Like GLaDOS yep. is the best. And then you play the second one, and GLaDOS is still the best. And then yep. you meet Cave Johnson, and you're like, nope, Cave Johnson's even better. Better. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, you've yeah. seen you've seen Palm Springs, right? No, remember? I haven't seen Palm Springs. Right. We talked about that yeah. before we started I haven't seen it. Right. Oh, yeah. We're, so, so yeah. So, but he's seeing that. Oh, gosh. No, I got to see it. Oh, so, sorry, builders. I'm nodding my head yes, oh, yes because I'm so excited. But I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know if you saw the trailer or not, so I didn't want to spoil like anything at all for you. I know a little bit about it, which I won't say. Like I know what the hook is. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is like another movie. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, but I heard it's just so good, and you have to watch it. And I'm a huge Andy Samberg fan. I mean, Brooklyn yeah. Nine Nine is one of my favorite shows on TV. Um, yeah. I mean, he just yeah. keeps surprising me. With his range, like, I thought that he was going to be Jake Peralta. You know what I mean? I thought he was going to be, you know, Lonely Island goofy. But, you know, yeah, he keeps surprising me. But, but yeah, but J.K. Simmons is in it. And, uh, you know, after watching Counterpart, I'm just like, gimme, 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 gimme J.K. Simmons. I just love him so much. Just, he's just so amazing. Like, uh, he's just so good. Have you, I'm assuming you, have you seen Juno from a long time ago? The movie? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. Because he's in that. He's her dad. He's, Is he uh, the dad? Yeah. yeah. He's the dad. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it in forever. He's got one of my favorite lines ever, which is like, I can't remember the name of the kid, uh, but the the Michael Sarah's character, he's like, I'm going to find that kid and I'm going to punch him in the wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I just like J.K. Simmons saying that. It's just... Yeah. Perfect also, if you want to see a movie that will make you like feel like you should hate him while still somehow loving him, um, is it Whiplash. the one where he's the high school? Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like, like he's awful, but it's J.K. Simmons, so like I can't not love him. Yeah. Like I just yeah, yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just so cool. Yeah. 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 No, he's yeah. Great. We, you know, it's funny because you know we've 
so so with Anthony being sick, it's really hard for us to like get motivated to like learn a new board game or like learn a new video game. But we've you know the funny part is that Saturday we were like. We are going to sit down and we are going to learn Seven Wonders Duel. And then we were like, psych, we're going to go to the emergency room for the day. Because that's what our life is. And I almost, I was like, should we bring Seven Wonders Duel with us? Because we're going to be there for like eight hours. Um, But so we... we... I just want to see the look on the people's face when they walk in. They're like, (laughs) how are you doing? You're like, well, I'm losing this game. And also, I want to get the hell out of here. But uh, other than that, I'm fine. Here's a hysterical story. The first doctor that came in was like, you know, because they do small talk with you. They ask you, like, small questions. And I was like, oh, well, we're board game designers. And he was like, I love board games. And then he, like, told us about how he was in this, like, meetup group in Philly that plays board games. And he was, like, telling us about the person who used to run it. And then we were like, yeah, there's, a there's like, a meetup group that we were going to join, but we don't like the guy who runs it. And we told him the guy's name. And he was like, I hate that guy. Oh, that's and it hilarious. Was just, it was hysterical. And then when he left, he was like, you know, this is my name. Hopefully when this is all done, I'll see you guys at like a board gaming event. And it was just, it was very funny. Oh, that's like, cool. Yeah. You know, he's writing down notes of what we're saying about like what's going on with Anthony. And then we're like, also, you should go to this event. And he was like, oh, he like pulls his notes out and is like writing that down. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I think, I think what's really funny is that, you know, Anthony and I, physically live together but the only time we've been playing board games is when we right, play board right. games online with friends or we do play testing online with friends yeah um, it's i we struggle to play games too learning a new game right now is just a lot of mental capacity that i don't always so have yeah and so yeah i mean and, and our life is much less stressful than yours right now so like we you know like i if i can't learn a new game i get why you're like no i don't want to well, we are, we have been watching, so the, so the whole reason I said that is because, like, we've been doing, like, low mental load stuff, right? Watching a lot of television, we've been watching a lot of movies, and uh, we've been we've been playing a lot of video games, which we hadn't, we hadn't really been doing that for a long time, and Anthony really loves playing co-op games, so we, there's this one game, Risk of Rain 2, that's been out for, like, two and a half years, and they just, it just came out of early access, like, two weeks ago. And we've played, like, hundreds of hours of that game. And, like, I was, like, so hyped when it came out of Early Access. And then Anthony found these other two really great games. One is called Gunfire Reborn, which is a four-player online game. And then one is called Blightbound, which is three-player only, which is very strange. Because it's, well, like... Well, it is weird. Yeah. It's very strange because, like, in Risk of Rain or Gunfire Reborn, you can play those alone. Right? You don't have to play them online. But Blightbound, you... It's, it's three-players... Com- like the whole like Plus, ever three just feels like an odd number like to it's have an odd like number. yeah especially i guess as board game designers we're super jaded for that we're like we're like two or four like those yep. are our numbers yeah you know or so this three game has, plus <laughs> like three right exactly it's got like the warrior the wizard and the and the rogue the like assassin and so there's the three classes and you can unlock more characters in those classes but if you're gonna play that game alone the game is going to match you with two random people. So if you chose the warrior, the game's going to match you online with a rogue and a wizard. And oh, like, so at least you can play it by doing like a pickup group. Okay. But it's going to put you with random people. And one of the like key things in the game is communication. So like we've been playing a lot online with our friends because we've like, we have like a discord channel. So we're just like, you know, every time we get into a game, we're like, everybody should get this game. And like, especially if it goes on sale, <laughs> right, I'll right. be like, I'll be like, Blightbound was like 
three copies for $33. So I was just like spamming everybody. I was like, everybody play this game with us. But um, as a result, for the last week, our friends uh, Izzy and Sri Raman, who uh, they uh, are in, I can't remember the name of their company, but they made a game called Phoenix Covenant. So they're, they're board game designers. And recently we've been like chatting with them a bunch on, on Discord and they were like, hey, do you guys want to like play some video games? So it's funny because we were like, we thought like nobody had heard of Gunfire Reborn and we like hopped into a game with them and they're like level 80 in the game. Oh my gosh. You're like, oh, <laughs> okay. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. So we've been playing games with them until like one in the morning almost every night. Nice. Probably, That's like, got to be fun week. though. Well, when you it's have a break, fun. watch Umbrella Academy. It is light mental load. The worst thing that might happen is you'll be confused, and in the end, it won't matter because they'll just explain it to you, so it'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I do really want to watch that, and I want to uh, – there's, like, a lot of shows that I want to catch up on. Like, when the quarantine started, I was like, well, perfect time to catch up on American Horror Story, and I caught up on, like, four seasons of that, and then I was like – Nice, nice. Now I'm empty inside. Now what do I watch next? You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, we uh, we ran out of shows to watch after Umbrella Academy, so we started watching Fleabag, and we're like that's very two good. episodes into that, and it's I didn't know what I expected. I feel like that wasn't what I expected, but it's it's entertaining and I enjoy it. Um, and then uh, my wife is excited because The Crown comes back in uh, like two months, and we watch that together. Um, yeah, have you seen it? No, but I would yeah, like to it's, see it. It's it's real good. Like. Um, they they get a lot of really good actors to play the main characters, and that is awesome because um, you're always like kind of like nervous, like oh, because I mean they recast the show every two seasons. They literally okay. recast the entire show wow. because the show each season covers ten years. Okay. So like a decade, yeah, right? So yeah. Yeah. In case you didn't know, a decade is ten years. I'm just gonna mansplain decades to In you. In case um, you didn't know about how time works. <laughs> well, actually. Um, <laughs> Um, and then, uh, what else did we watch? Something else of late. Oh, the boys is coming back, uh, next uh, month. Yeah. We, yeah. I, I, I was hesitant at first with the boys and then <laughs> Anthony was making fun of me because I was like, ah, God, it's so like violent and like insane. And then we watched an episode and then the second Carl Urban showed up. I was like, I'll watch all of it because I just love yeah. Carl Urban yeah. so much. If you, <laughs> if you, uh, like. You don't even have to, if you don't want to watch the show, like the show is not for everyone. The show is incredibly violent. Uh, it is like the worst language you'll ever hear. Um, it's just, it's, it's a lot. There are a lot of trigger warnings for that, like content warnings for that show, like big time. Yeah, but it's rough. If you don't want to watch it, do yourself a favor and just, just search the boys Spice Girls pep talk. And that is the single greatest moments of television I've ever seen in my life. When when Billy Butcher, who's Carl Urban, gives a pep talk to his to the boys uh, by talking about the Spice Girls, and it's the greatest thing ever. Uh, yeah, so I've rewatched that so many times because it just makes me laugh every time. It's really good. So here, so here's what I here's what I did to myself. I'm looking at. I keep a list of all the shows that I watch. I caught up on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which I'd only seen the first season of. Oh, I've heard that's really good. It's so good. Um, I watched all of The Office. Whoa! Which I had never seen the last two seasons. So I rewatched the whole thing. Um, I finished Venture Brothers. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, fully caught up on Venture Brothers. Uh, fully caught up on She-Ra. Um, we watch a show called Midnight Diner, which is a live-action Netflix show that's based on a Japanese manga, which is excellent. It is oh, cool. very, very good. Um, and I've never seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So we're watching that now. Very cool. Very cool. Um, talk about brutal. That show is brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like intensely rough. <laughs> yes, 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 indeed. Um, Anthony also likes like kung fu movies, so we watched all of the Ip Man movies. Oh yeah, Ip Man, good stuff. Uh, he really, oh my god, he really wanted to watch the original Clash of the Titans because that was like, I think it like came to Netflix or Hulu and it was like a big deal. They were like advertising it everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah, and. Uh, What's funny was, I was like, oh, this this lead character, this actor, I'm pretty sure he's, like, one of the characters from Veronica Mars. So I, like, Googled it, and I was like, oh, right, they did a remake of Clash of the Titans ten years ago that I yeah. completely forgot about. Yep. And we watched that, and wow, 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 wow. It's abysmal. Yeah. Yeah. Which one, the original <laughs> or the remake? The remake. Oh, oh yeah. The original yeah, is, yeah. like... The original's like a classic. <laughs> yeah, I know the the it looked abysmal, so I did not um yeah. I did not bother uh seeing it. It's so, extraordinarily yeah. bad. But it, it's funny actually I was just thinking about recently, like my wife and I used to I I've, I've seen so many movies, right? Like I used to make movies, I used to be very into movies. I've seen so many movies. Um and yet somehow um, like we don't watch movies anymore. Like I watch like big name movies that come out that I care about, right? Which are mostly the franchise things. But other than that, I don't I don't really watch movies. Like somebody has to say this is a really good movie, and you can stream it, and then I watch the movie, uh, right. or I it watch has like to be low. It yeah. has to be low maintenance for you, right? To or like, like I watch like Pixar it. movies with my kids, right? I mean that's right. easy. Um, but I mean, in general, like we just don't watch movies anymore. We have become like television show, like fanatics. Um, yeah. Television show. Speaking of which, if you're, do you have Hulu? Yeah. Okay. So show I always recommend to everyone. If you like good stuff, uh, and you have Hulu is justified. Um, I've heard of that one, which is one that a lot of people missed. Um, it did a couple things. One, it solidified my crush on Timothy Oliphant as the coolest dude ever. Two, it um, brought Walton Goggins into my world, who was an amazing actor and like one of the best villains ever. Um, and then three, it introduced me to the band Gangsta Grass, um, who is uh, amazing, amazing people. They uh, do. Um, uh, they do hip hop and uh, bluegrass mixed together, um, wow. and it's like it is. It's so good though. Like it's so good. Um, and they're like that sounds really cool. Um, they're activists. Like they're constantly like out there. Like they've been, you know, um, the wrench. The guy who's in charge of the band has been arrested multiple times protesting, um, and just like yeah, they're just they're amazing. So uh, and they're a smaller smaller thing. I've licensed two of their songs. Um, wow. Yeah, they're also Emmy nominated uh, for their themes to Justify it, actually. Um, but yeah, so uh, highly recommend them. And uh, yeah, I do love Timothy Oliphant. So he's like 
he's just the coolest person ever. Like, he just, like, walks, and you're like, how do you walk like that? Like, how do you walk like that? Um, I, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just finished up uh, writing and uh, getting ready to deliver a keynote speech. Um, like, it's just, like, part of my speaking stuff. Like, to, like, to be able to, I have a keynote that I can give, a 20-minute keynote. If you're looking for an awesome 20-minute 20 20 minute keynote about navigating through change, uh, hey, I've got that for you. You're and so I mentioned cool. I mentioned Timothy Elephant in it. Um, get this. So the uh, the name of the keynote is Inconceivable. Uh, how to lead through change with lessons from the Princess Bride. Um, oh, and like literally like so. Um, and then I managed to talk about Timothy Elephant because Timothy Elephant, uh, uh, the way he does his acting, like I've heard him in interviews, uh, is like a key tool to learning how to how to be empathetic to people. Like his acting process, which I'm sure isn't what he did it for. But um, so yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it. You have to hire me to give the keynote if you want to learn about it. So, but yeah, it's <laughs> so one of the cool. things I've been working on in the um since we've been locked at home and stuff. I I hired like a keynote coach to like help me through running oh a God, keynote and things like that. So yeah, well it's cool because like with the speaking and stuff that I do, like I could like apply to a TEDx. We have like a local one, but now I can apply to like 300 different TEDxes because they're all virtual. So. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's it's geared for that type of thing, um, but yeah, and and I've been super now into the building games that I can use for my coaching business, um, which the builders have heard way too much about, so I won't bore them with that. Um, but yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I genuinely wish that I had like more game design stuff to talk about. Um, you know, we, you know, Anthony had to go in for surgery in June, so we kind of um, everything was put on hold for a little while. But we've been pretty aggressively working on tank robbers. Um, he made this absolutely gorgeous version of kobolds that almost works better in Tabletop Simulator than it works in real life because you can move the kobolds right. so much easier in Tabletop Simulator. It's, right, it's, right. The, the first time I played it, I, I, it blew my mind. I was like, wow, how did, how did you do this? It's incredible. But, um, yeah, one of the things that we've been doing, um, and he actually said this to me the other night because I've been having trouble sleeping because, you know, for some reason, right. when I lay down in bed, I'm like, oh, let's think about every terrible thing in the whole world. Yeah. And there's yeah. so many of those things right now. There <laughs> so. are. Yeah. I, I, I am with you. I have not. I've been trying everything to sleep better. Like I just downloaded an app where like last night I laid in bed with headphones in listening to a campfire sound like white noise because camping calms me down and I always sleep better when we're camping. Uh, it, it helped a little, I guess. I don't know. I still didn't sleep much, but yeah, I, I get you. And then I just have like super weird anxiety dreams and stuff. Yes. Oh my you and God, you yeah. and I are very much on the same page with this, this whole um, pandemic. I BS. saw, I saw a meme that was like, I had to throw away my white noise machine. It just kept asking for a manager. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was like all these like stereotypical white people, things that white people say. Yes. Um, but, yes. but Anthony said to me, well, why don't you try to think of solutions to game issues that we have when you, like, can't sleep? And, wow, that's been awesome because I'll just is, be like, yeah. hey, voices in my head, shut the hell up and let's try to figure out how to get that game to work that you thought of three years ago. You know what I mean? And then I, like, yep. that, like, that like works great to occupy my brain. Yep. And the only yep. bad thing is that if I don't immediately start talking about it, if I fall asleep, I'll forget everything I thought about the next <laughs> Right, right. But it does help you fall asleep. So there's it some bonuses to it, right? definitely helps me fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, no, that is, that is something that I use, um, <clears throat> you know, in my spare time. Like, okay, like, let's just focus on a problem that I can solve, right? Like, 
um, because so many of the problems right now we can't solve and there's so much unknown um, you know and it's it, very uncomfortable for yeah, people like in, me and you like I I tend to start the day feeling I start the day feeling like crap and I wake up I'm always like uh, but then I like take a shower and I drink some coffee and then I'm like okay I got this and then like I would say I peak like around mid morning or so and then like I usually like hold steady okay for most of the day but when we hit nighttime like I just progressively like go downhill brain wise um, if I can so if I have something like if I have a show to watch or if I have like a game on my phone that I can focus on yeah that I'm fine but the second I don't then I'm just gonna look at the news or look at Facebook and then just want to yeah. set everything on fire um, and yeah like and I don't know how to not do that because when I don't do that then I sit there and just think about all those things anyways yeah. Uh, because that's how anxiety works. And when you also having OCD means that my brain is really, really fast at doing that, which is even better. Um, cause I can think and about you more coffee, things, you know? Yeah. And then you're yeah. like quadruple. Yeah. Right. Right. Luckily the coffee usually wears off by then. Like I drink coffee. Sure, 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 sure. I try to just drink it in the morning so it doesn't make Same. it even harder to sleep. Yes, we um, do. But, oh yeah. I will say that, um, one video game that has been really good for Anthony and I, we both really like Sudoku and, uh, one of the games that I really liked on the 3DS that they now have on the Switch, they have new versions of it on the Switch. It's called Pick Cross. Yeah, I see you play that quite a bit. When I'm when yeah. I when I was playing Animal Crossing constantly, I would see you get into Pick Cross all the time. Yeah, it'll just be like a square. You know, it'll be like a graph, and it'll be like you know a ten by ten, and each each row will have a bunch of numbers, and each column will have a bunch oh, of numbers. Oh, I've played that. Yeah, I had that you on my phone it, yeah, for a while. Yeah. yeah, I have, like, a really crappy version on my phone, but yeah. If I mean, it's like, there's there's Picross S, Picross S2, S3, and S4. So there's four different ones on the Switch that are just Picross brand. There's also, like, they'll do, like, crossovers with different, like, franchises. Like, on the right. 3DS, there's a Pokemon right. one that's, like, free to play, but you only can play, like, so far before you have to pay for it. Um, but yeah, it's very, if you like, if you like the puzzle of Sudoku, it's very much like that, but you're, but you're like making a picture with these, you know what I mean? So it's, it's right. I should try it, that again. Cause I, I actually am using coloring apps of late to try and occupy my brain, but it's like so easy that like, then I can't find like a number I'm supposed to fill in. And then I just get pissed about it because like, yeah. it's so easy and now it's not. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. why is this not easy now? I totally recommend getting Picross S for the for the Switch. I think it's like five bucks, and like it, there's like hundreds of puzzles. I mean, nice, we, nice. I should we, do that. We, yeah, we played it for like literally. Anthony finished just finished Picross S three and is on S four, <laughs> and I'm still on S three. Wow. Yeah. So, and that's been since like May because I I got it when we were like really at like peak anxiety like you know before he was going to do surgery and we were just like we need something that's going to just completely consume our brains and like right you know, right sometimes we just sit in bed and we're each playing it and i'll be like oh i'm really stuck and he'll be like oh let me take a look and like he'll be able to see like one little spot that i missed that lets everything else fall into place you know so it, it's also like a nice thing for us to do together you know it's that's like cool. it's like yeah to, you know it's like when you think about like your parents or your grandparents like sitting around the table like doing a crossword puzzle right it's the same thing yeah 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 they would be like what are you doing do a crossword puzzle but you're like this is cool (laughs) no leave me alone leave me alone grandma leave me alone 
my uh, my grandma was saying that um, she, you know, we've all been getting a little bit worried about my grandfather. He's like, not, you know, ninety. Right, right, right. And um, I actually did. I bought him a bunch of large print Sudoku and crossword puzzle books, and I was like, "Here's your homework." Nice, nice. Yeah. So I, I think that you know, they love that kind of stuff. Oh my god, my grandma's so into mahjong. Mahjong's great. And she's a social butterfly. So this um, quarantine, she's in a, they're in a village, a retirement village. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And the clubhouse is closed and she doesn't get to see her friends. And she's like, you know, my grandfather's like, thank you. know, My grandfather's like, I'm just going to do the same thing I do every day, which is watch golf. You know what I mean? But my grandma's (laughs) like. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. There are different people different ways my mom is like an on-the-go person so like yeah. it drives her nuts when she can't go places. she's just so thankful she can go places now and she's super yeah. careful when she goes places and she has a good friend and he lives by himself and he's he's like immunocompromised so he like super is careful um but they're so they go places together and stuff where they where they both feel safe um yeah. wearing masks and stuff like that and always you know making sure they're taking all the precautions but um, it's just nice for her to have someone they can do that with uh, because because yeah. she lives alone and, and he lives alone. So, yeah. So I will say like the last like couple of days uh, is the first time that I've really wished I could go to the movies because I really want to see that Christopher Nolan movie Tenet. Oh, yeah. I heard it's online already. So somebody like ripped it off online. Yeah. One of our friends was like, oh, I'm watching Tenet. And people were like, you're at the movie theater. He's like, no, I'm home. And I was like, oh, is it streaming somewhere? And he like private messaged me. He was like, I got a torrent. <laughs> You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Nicole. I don't I don't say you should steal stuff and I'm not saying you should steal this. But here's what I am saying. They released a movie that everyone wants to see in a time when no one should be at the movie theater. Yeah. So you know what? Shame on you. If someone steals your movie, I'll feel bad. All I'm saying. I love that meme. I love that meme where it's like you wouldn't download a house. It's like stop me i would if i could download a house i'd download a yeah, house like is that is that an option like if i could like <laughs> download a prop like some property and then download a house you bet i would do that <laughs> but so i really want to see tenant and the funniest part of the whole thing is that i really want to see the dune trailer which is playing before tenant oh is it well that will yeah. for sure be online probably that will everywhere. be online in two days uh that is the official release for it but i've already seen like Somebody, like, recorded it and then put it online, and it's been getting taken down left and right, but I'm in a, I'm in a, it's called, the group, it's a group on Facebook, and it's shit posting. Sorry if you have to, there's no other way to say that. Sorry if you have That's to believe that. That's fair. <laughs> but it's called, Bleep. it's called Dune Siege posting, <laughs> which I think is so clever, and somebody, like, like took pieces for like took like the most interesting like pieces of the trailer and like put them into one big post because like the trailer kept getting taken down he's like well i'm just gonna put a bunch of like a bunch of images and i was like but i need the whole thing right 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 you can watch the batman trailer if you want i heard about that was it good it was you know like so i watched it i had very low expectations right uh, yeah. I'm very excited about most of the people in that movie. I don't really care for Robert Pattinson, but here's the deal, right? I was super mad when they cast Heath Ledger as the Joker, and I was wrong, right. okay? Like, sure, I was yeah, super yeah, yeah. wrong. Like, I wanted to trust Christopher Nolan, 
But I was like, that is not the guy. Like, I don't remember who I wanted them to cast, but it wasn't him. And then they cast him, and I was like, you know what? No, like, I was wrong. He was amazing. He was he literally he was, so was the best good. Joker ever, and nothing will be better than him ever. I agree. Um, I agree completely. But, uh, like, so I was not – I'm just not real jazzed about Robert Pattinson. Like, um, I've seen all the Twilight movies, sadly, because my wife enjoys them, and she enjoys them as what they are, right? I mean, like, she has no illusions that they're good cinema. Um, sure. But she enjoys them, and that's fine. I, I um, But, like, I just can't – his face like in the faces he makes <laughs> so like but watching him as batman like i thought he was great um as bruce wayne like i just don't buy it like no one will ever to me be a better bruce well first no one will ever be a better batman or bruce wayne than kevin conroy um who did the voice yes. for that right yes. for batman the yes, 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 he yes, is yes. he is he is the batman to me um but i despite what many people may say i loved michael keaton in that role too so yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, but um, anyways, so uh, you should see it. Um, I'll it watch it as soon as we as soon as we turn this off. I'll yeah. watch it because I, I. So I am a I'm a I'm a Marvel person. Well, so it's funny. I'm neither Marvel nor DC when it comes to reading comics. I mean, my favorite comic of all time is Watchmen, which happens to be DC. But I right, mostly right. read like I mostly read like Image comics and you know. I just, I just don't read like the big name comics and uh, right, right. yeah no one, I, I've I don't seen, either. I've seen all the Marvel movies and it's funny because my one of my coworkers is like super into the DC movies and I like I've seen um, Shazam, which I thought was amazing. I watched right right. I watched Wonder Woman, which I thought was great, but I haven't seen Batman vs Superman. I haven't seen Aquaman. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen Justice any of League. Those, yeah, no. yeah, I, haven't I seen... don't. I don't ever intend to either. They just don't. I think Superman, I'm sorry to the friends who like him. I think he is the worst superhero ever. Like, I just I just think Superman is boring. Like, Superman is boring to me. Um, Batman is cool, but Batman has been done so much that, like... Well, they just always do the Batman origin story over and over and over again. It's like, we all know it. Like, we all know it so much that it's, like, a part of our cultural heritage. <laughs> that was And that was one of the best things that Marvel figured out, right? They were like, y'all know where Spider-Man came from. We're just going to have Spider-Man just show up. Like, yeah. he doesn't need an origin story. Like, with some of the other ones, they've showed up and then they've went back and given them an origin story. But, like, with him, it was like, nah, you know the story. Like, you don't need us to tell you the story. You got this. Yeah, we've you been there. This. We've been through this over and over um, again. And they, like, made reference to it. But, like, that was it. Like, and that was great. Like, that was great, you know? <sighs> well, I feel like we're uh, probably running out of time here. So we should probably call this soon. So yeah, yeah, this was this really was good great. catching up. Yes. So and <laughs> and I've been told by uh, builders that sometimes they don't mind if we just catch up and chat about stuff. Uh, Thanks for your patience, builders. Yes. Thanks for. Uh, hopefully, next time I'm on the I'm on the show, uh, Anthony and I have some stuff that we're working on. So hopefully, I'll be able to. Yeah, yeah, talk and you are some of that. always welcome to have Anthony join if he feels like it. So okay, cool. So, yeah. Yes, cause, because uh, you are cool, he is cool, and together you guys are super cool and hilarious. Thank so. you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm also um, working on uh, putting a Patreon together, which I will yes. probably so have ready by the... You talked about with the Patreon doing some editing and stuff? Yeah. So, like, would you do, like, rules editing and things like that, too? 
Yeah, so what I'm thinking about, and I talked to Cardboard Edison to make sure that they were okay with me doing this, because they, they have an editing tier, and they have, like, a playtesting tier, and I, I was like, I think that's a great idea, and they were like, yeah, we definitely think there's enough room in the market for Oh yeah, for sure. multiple people. So I think what I'm going to end up doing is, it's going to be um, one of the tiers where I'm just going to do, I'm going to do editing, I'm going to do proofreading and consulting for board game materials, so sell sheets, rules, um, box text, anything that you'd have on your Kickstarter, basically like any kind of copy that you would be using for your board game in any way. Right. Well, well, you've got at least one backer or what a patron, <laughs> whatever, because uh, <laughs> I can always use help with that. And uh, yeah, if I can be a patron and also get help with that uh, and then force you to have to talk to me more then I am <laughs> in. Yeah, that's kind of like, I mean, it's a weird way to look at it, but like I'm I'm looking to do more creative stuff and also like people keep saying like how can we help you guys can we give you money and it's like it's really hard because like the way that we are and I I hesitate to use the word suffering but like the way that we're suffering is not financially right it's like right right we're like we're like we're like isolated and we're dealing with cancer which is really scary and we have like you know all these other things going on like we can't like you know go to the grocery store but like we're not we're not in financial trouble mm. like what we need more than anything is like human contact which is right, like the right. one thing we yes. can't have but like it got me to thinking i was like maybe i could like you know i, I was thinking and i i am gonna ask you for some advice on this also because i was thinking i could have like a little podcast that i do and like i could have like a discord server because we have our own discord server we have like a gaming discord server where it's a bunch of random people and it's hysterical because we've all started playing video games and board games together and like That's RPGs awesome. together. And like our one friend was like, you have no idea how valuable this is because so many people don't can't find other people to play games with. So this is something that like you could include in your Patreon, you know? Right. Yeah, though that's a good point. Yeah. Um, well, maybe even if you were up for it, we could like if I um, hired you like through the Patreon to do consulting on like rules or something. And maybe we could talk through some of that on an episode. If you were, if you were comfortable with that, that'd just be be really fun for, I think uh, for the builders to kind of see like how that works. And um, you know um, yeah. And yeah, I just think that's cool. Cause that's something that I have never really considered like hiring someone to edit rules. Um, Because like, first of all, I have friends that are like, Neil is really good at it. Neil likes to help with it. Um, but then again, I also always feel guilty about asking Neil or someone to do it when they're like not working on the game with me. <laughs> like, right, right, when right, Neil right. and I co-design or Isaac and I co-design like or Banana and I or whoever, like I feel better when they're helping with that when it's their game. Right. Um, but I've got some stuff I'm working on either on my own or with different people. And so it would be uh, it would be cool to do that. So. I mean, the, the other tough thing is if if you're working on it, it's really hard to see what needs to be edited. You know what I mean? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was funny because um Isaac actually looked at some rules that Neil and I had written and like the rules seemed incredibly clear and Isaac read it and was like, I don't understand how this game works. And I was like, really? Like it's super straightforward. And he's like, it might be, but I- I'm not getting that. Um, and so he was like, I explained it all to him. He tweaked like two things and I was like, Oh, this is way better. And he's like, and I understand it now. Like, right. Yeah. And it was just like Neil and I have worked so together on this game for so long that like, and like, that it was just like proofing it with each other like they were good rules but they were missing a couple things that like somebody who knew nothing about the game would do because we hadn't done any blind playtesting yet because you know right. of everything that's happened so yeah so it was interesting 
Yeah, Anthony and I wrote the rules up to tank robbers to send to Kurt Kurt Covert, and it was funny because he was like, he sat down with us on a on a like a Discord call, and I mean, he just gave us like, he's like, I don't understand this thing, I don't understand this thing, I don't understand this thing, and it's like, you know, writing like talking talking it through with him, and then writing down what we were saying to him, is like, okay, this is how we're gonna write the rule then, because <laughs> it's like, oh right, we forgot to explain how you spawn onto the board. That's really important. Right, right. But it's obvious <laughs> to you. No, I actually, it's I made obvious, a, yeah. I made a one minute video to explain one of the games Banana and I worked on and then showed it to a publisher and they said, I feel like there's something here, but I'm not exactly sure how the game works after watching this video. And I was like, oh crap. Like, um, but they were like, but it's interesting enough that like, I want to try it once so I can see it. So I was like, well, mission accomplished. But um, <laughs> so yeah, anyways. Awesome. Uh, all right. Cool. Well, yes, I feel like so, I talked more about game design in the woo-hoo. last five minutes than I did the whole show. <laughs> Coming through at the end. All right. <laughs> so, okay. Well, hey, builders, if you want to get in touch with us, you can go to buildingthegamepodcast.com. Email us at buildingthegamepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the Twitter uh, at podcastbtg, at jaslingerlin, at tweets. Uh, or you can call us at 770-HOTEL-BTG. Or you can find us on Facebook, iTunes, all those other places. I heard Google Play doesn't exist or something or isn't going to exist. I don't know. Anyways, well, until next time, good night. Good night. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Dial 770-TEL-BTG. Please don't use the email.